Welcome to our podcast at the Clemson Foothills Church. We're glad you're here. Join us as we discover what the Bible says about Jesus loving God and serving each other. Feel free to visit our website at clemsonfoothills.com and find us on Facebook at Clemson Foothills Church. At CFC, we're just a group of people following Jesus and helping others do the same. So hopefully this podcast will be useful to you. Now let's dive into the episode for this week. I'm going to do the text reading for today. It's going to come out of 1 John. If you want to flip over there. Um, 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar. And his word is not is not in us. Hey guys, good morning. Hey, uh, William, great job, man. Excellent job. The uh, thankful, uh, thankful you're able to get up here, man, and, and lead us in communion, helping us remember, man, that there is, I mean, the cost that was paid. I mean, the cost that... It was a cost, you know, it was, man, imagine the, the cost to set us free. Um, William's exactly right, and I'm thankful he, he brought this up that we can't, we can't earn it. There's no way. Never be good enough. You're never gonna have a great enough day week, year, 10 years, it's not happening. Jesus died for us, and that is our hope. That's our only hope. I'm thankful William got up here. Thank you, bro. Um, we had a good kumite. Um, Ryan Jones is unscathed from the fire. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about walking in the light. I can't find my notes yet, but anyway, we'll get there. But walking, walking in the light, what is that? What does that mean? Walk in the light. I got some scriptures up top. You know, in the verse we just read, it says, God is light in him. There's no darkness. There's none. So how do you know you're walking in the light? Uh, this is a couple of verses here. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are truthful. Wow. It's so much easier to lie, isn't it? It's so much easier to hide. Whoever conceals his sin does not prosper. The one who confesses his sins and renounces them finds mercy. Amen to that. And, and walking in the light doesn't mean we're without sin. In fact, if you're walking in the light, 
you realize, man, I am a mess. Maybe you had a great week. Amen. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. Maybe you had a great week and you had no problems. But I doubt it. Some of, some of me and my wife's best fights are on the way to church. She always wins. The Lord always makes sure of that. She always wins. But you might have had one on the way here. You might have had an argument. You know, you might have gotten upset with somebody on the way here. No matter how hard you try, it's tough. He's speaking to Christians. In this verse, he's, John's speaking to Christians. In context, he's warning them of, of false teaching. But our initial salvation, and we'll see that later on this afternoon, our initial salvation comes when we're baptized into Christ. We receive the forgiveness of our sins. We receive His Holy Spirit. Acts 2, 36-38. So can, can you confess every sin? Everyone? Oh, we can't. We can't confess every sin. We can't. Show a little something here. I don't know if this works. Do I turn it on? Oh, yeah, that helps. Yes, Alright. No, we can't confess every sin. I showed this before. You know, at the point of our baptism, what percentage are we forgiven? 100%. 100%. But this other line here, this is that being made holy, Hebrews 10. You know, by one sacrifice, He has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. This is the, this is the, the years right here. This, that's that bad year right there. Remember that bad year? That's that, that's that bad couple of years. Remember that bad couple of years? You know? And we go, and, we, and it's this journey. It's this journey. This, oh man, you know. And it's, always, it's, good, it's good to shower off every now and again. It's good to, you got somebody that really knows you. You just, you got that friend that, Man, they, they know all about you and they love you anyway. You gotta have one of those. You gotta have one of those. And you just you share with them. This is what man, this is me. This is me. This is the this is me. This, this ain't who I wanna be, but it's me. Not who I wanna be. It said the blood of Christ continually cleanses us. Not because you're great, not because you had a good year, but even in those bad years. He's still working on us. In the light, two things we got to do in the light. Be in the light here. Jesus is Lord. Anyone who want to come after me, he's got to deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. That's what Jesus said. Okay? If we don't do that, we're not going to be in the light. If we don't follow Jesus, we're not going to be in the light. The second thing, we got to love this church. Some, sometimes we you can get really insecure in your salvation. Anybody ever been there? Just me? Okay. No one? Can I get it? There we go. Brother, my wheel on the back? That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, Will. I appreciate that, buddy. But anybody ever get that way? Insecure? You ever get insecure in your salvation? You feel, man, I, where am I at? Um, 
That's what we're missing right there. Love is church. When I first heard this, I didn't think it worked. But it does. It does. Now, we've got to get some clarification. What, what does this mean? What is this? What is the church? Okay, we've got a lot of buildings, a lot of names. Okay. All right, let me ask you a question. How many wives do I have? We'd have problems. And it would start right there on the first row. Okay? Uh, I have one wife. Okay? The church is his bride, the bride of Christ. How many brides does Jesus have? He has one. He has one. Okay? Worldwide, you could tear all the buildings down. Worldwide, he has one wife. Okay? There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, through all, and in all. There is one church. One church. Those who are in His church, in Christ, they are baptized into Christ. Galatians 3. And it's those who follow his teaching. John 8. That's how you know. That's how you know. You want to be confident? You want to be confident? It doesn't come with a label you slap on your back. Say, hey, I'm a Christian. You know, working as a nurse, you just put it on your chart. I'm a Christian. You know? Ah, don't work that way. Don't work that way. All right. Number one, let's talk about this a little bit. Let's turn to John chapter 12. John chapter 12. Let's go. John chapter 12. It is Palm Sunday. I think this was definitely appropriate to um, start right here. John 12. We'll start in verse 12. The next day a large crowd had come to the feast and heard Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. And they took palm branches and went out to meet Him crying, Hosanna! Blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. And Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. The crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to bear witness The reason why the crowd went to meet him was that they heard that he had done this sign. So the Pharisees said to one another, See, that you are gaining nothing. Look, the world has gone after it. All right. We see here, he fulfilled every prophecy, every one. 
I was going to put a list up here. It'd be too many. You can't, even put it on, you can't put it on the slide. It's too much. But he fulfilled every one. And I'm going to ask you, what are some that you, that you right, off the, right off your head, you just know them, you, you, you remember them, your favorite ones that he fulfilled? The ones that, that you, just, you just call them to mind. And you, and you know, man, he's the one. There was nobody else like him. You know, when you run into people and they say, oh, you know, this God over here, he's the same as Jesus. He's the same one. He's the same one. You know, this, any God is okay. Anyone's all right. Just pick one. No one was like Jesus. He said things, and do you know what he said? He said things that you couldn't put him with anybody else. He, he, he wouldn't, he doesn't fit in a box with somebody else. It doesn't work that way. He fulfilled every one. We're going to read a little bit more here. In verse, uh, start in verse 20. Now those who went up to worship at the feast were some Greeks. So these came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida and, uh, in Galilee. Bethsaida, I think that's how you say it. And asked, asked him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. And Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it, re it, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. You know, he's worthy to follow But is this, let me just ask you, is this really, is this radically changing your life? Is there, I mean, is there things in your life that are just, you would not make that decision unless he said it. He's, he, he's, he's, he came down here so he wanted to turn your life upside down. He wants to, he wants to, you, I know we, we get these plans, we, we, I, at least I do. We get plans, we want to have, I, this, is, this is the direction I'm going. But what if Jesus was, was going to flip that all over? He does. He does. And, it, and this takes trust. But if you're going to trust somebody, I mean, if he can raise people from the dead, Pretty good. I mean, that's pretty good. You know, we all want to make an impact, don't you? Want to make an impact in your life? You, you, you want to have no regrets? You know, in nursing, we, we call it being on the table. You know, at least I do. Somebody comes in, they're on the table. You want to know when it's your time on the table. You want to know, you want to be secure. Yeah, you know what? If I don't make it through this procedure, 
I was all in. Because that's how, that's how it goes. We think we have time. We think we got plenty of time. You know, we, I, remember that, I remember being in the hospital. People come in and, they, and man, they'd be cracking jokes coming in the cath lab. They crack jokes, <laughs> laughing, cutting up. They get on the table, and I'm telling you, it, it goes wrong. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just telling you that, and they don't, they don't leave. And it's, and it's, and you think, man, it's so fragile. Life is so fragile. You know, sometimes we, we follow at a distance from Jesus. We think, you know, I don't really want him to, to run everything. I don't want him to, I don't, I really don't want, I, this scares me. But it's the only way we'll have security. If this is changing who you are, if it's, if it's altering your decisions, if it's really changing your lifestyle, if, you wouldn't, if there are decisions you'd make that you wouldn't make otherwise if he didn't say it. Let's read a little bit more here. Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose, I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice from heaven, a voice came from heaven, I have glorified it and will glorify it again. The crowd that stood there and heard it said that it had thundered. Others said, an angel has spoken to him. And Jesus answered, the vo- this voice has come for your sake, not mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said, this to, he said this to show what kind of death he was going to die. So the crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that the Christ remains forever. How can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is the Son of Man? And Jesus said to them, The light is among you for a little while longer. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. The one who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light that you may be children of the light. Do you know where you're going? Really? It's not supposed to be like, I hope so. (laughs) I really hope so. This is, you know, it's like, I really, you know, I'm trying and I hope so. It's not supposed to be that way. It's not supposed to be that way. It's not. It's not. Not supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be confident. When Jesus said these things, he departed and hid himself from them. And though he had done many signs before them, they still did not believe. So that the word spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. Lord, who has believed what we have heard? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore, they could not believe. For, I, for again, Isaiah said, He has blinded the eyes and hardened their heart, lest they would see with their eyes and understand with their heart and turn, I'd heal them. Isaiah said these things because he saw his glory and spoke of him. Nevertheless, many, even of the authorities, didn't believe it. They believed in him. 
But for fear of the Pharisees, they did not confess it. So they would not be put out of the synagogue. For they love the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. You know, if you ever feel like, I just, I want to follow Jesus. I don't want to make people angry. <laughs> I, don't, I, remember, I remember trying to study the Bible with some of my family members. I remember trying to reach out to uh, different people in my life. And I just got tired of making people angry. <laughs> just got tired of it. So you know what? I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just hold up. Just, I'm just gonna go work. I'm just gonna keep my mouth closed. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be on the outside. You know, Keith brought up. I think it was last week. You know, kind of be on the outskirts. You know, you get hit in the mouth a few times, and you're just gonna. All right, y'all figure it out. Just kind of sit back. Just, just go to work. Go home. I'm tired of reaching out. No one wants to listen, Lord. They don't want to listen. They don't want to hear nothing. I'm just going to be quiet. And this is what happens. Jeremiah 29. But if I say I will not mention him or speak anymore in his name, his word is in my heart like a fire. A fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. He will do this to you. (laughs) He will do it to you. I'm telling you. You keep it all in here. I don't want to talk that. Part. No, I don't want to talk that. Part. I don't want to talk about Jesus. I don't want to. I don't want to share. They're gonna get upset. I've been there before. He'll do this to you. It is miserable. It is a miserable feeling. You might as well just go on. Let's have a let's have a talk. You know who I'm talking about. There's somebody in your mind. Think about who is that person. The one you're thinking about right now. That's him. That's her. Oh, man. For real? Yep, that's the one. That's the one. You know, pray and jump on in there. All right. Jesus cried out, in verse 44, Jesus cried out, Whoever believes in me believes, believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And whoever sees me sees him who sent me. I have come into the world as light, so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. If anyone hears my word and doesn't keep them, I don't judge him. I did not come to judge the world, but to save it. The one who rejects me and does not receive my words has a judge. The word that I spoke will judge him on the last day. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me has himself given me a commandment what to say and what to speak. I know that his commandment is eternal life. What I say, therefore, I say as the Father has told me. In the end, you will have one judge, and it will be this. And I'm telling you, sometimes we can get, you can get wrapped up in, in tests. I know. I've had tests. Many tests. You can get wrapped up in knowing the answers to your tests. All right? Getting, you know, you can get, get your good grades. College students, you can get your good grades. Get your good grades and please your parents. And get a, be successful because then you'll be happy, right? 
That's when you'll be happy. And I'm telling you, we, we put this off. We just put it off. We put it off. We think, man, you know, this, he's given us the test. He gave us the test. He gave us the, the answers right here. And this is what we're judged by. Not a man, not, not, not people. Not your spouse. We're judged by this. We're judged by this. And, some, and sometimes we can get so busy, so wrapped up in our own pursuits, our own desires, the things that we're after, that we don't just stand and say, where am I going? Just hold up just a second and let me just look and say, where am I going? Let me just stand here and say, okay, if I keep going down this way, is it really going to bring me security? Is it really going is, is really to matter? You know? Some of y'all, you may be good at golf. You may be great at golf. But, but in the end, golf ain't going to... I mean, he was a good golfer. No, we, don't say that. Don't ever say that to somebody's view. Don't say that. <laughs> Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. In your ways, my way. Number two, love is church. Do I still have time, honey? Am I off? I'm good? Okay. She tells me not to worry about the time. I don't want to go overboard. All right, number two. Here we go. Love is church. Let's go back to 1 John. Flip over there toward, toward the end of your Bible there. 1 John. Chapter 2. Let's read a little bit more here. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 1, he says, My little children, I am writing you these things so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the propitiation for our sins. And not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And by this we know that we have come to know Him if we keep His commands. Whoever says, I know Him, <laughs> I know Him, but does not do what He commands is a liar. And the truth is not Him. But whoever keeps His word in Him, truly the love of God is perfected. By this we may know that we are in Him. Whoever says He abides in Him ought to walk in the same way that He walked. Beloved, I am writing you no new commandment, but an old commandment that you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard. At the same time, 
It is a new commandment that I am writing to you, which is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. Whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light and in him there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in the darkness. He does not know where he's going because the darkness has blinded him. We know this. But this, this is what he says. As I have loved you, you must love one another. You've got to think about how has Jesus loved you. Think about that for a second. How has He loved you? Think about it in your life. Who did He send into your life? How has He helped you? How has He loved you? Who are the people He sent into your life? He says, by, by this, all, all people, they'll know that you're my disciples if you love one another. If you love one another. Okay. So if I, if, if I say I love God, but I don't love His church, is, is that true? No, it's not true. Now... If you don't love His church, you're going to miss the, the life that He's really trying to give you. He wants to give you an amazing life. He wants to give you life to the full. And if you don't love His church, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it because He's putting people in your life. He's, he's, I, remember, I remember being at church and I was devastated. I didn't get into, into uh, UGA. I, just, I, I didn't get in. I didn't get in. I was just devastated. I even cried. I didn't make it. Mr. Steve made it, but I didn't make it. All right, I didn't get into UGA. And this lady at church said, you know, you ought to try Bainbridge College. She says, anything good come out of Bainbridge? I met my wife first day of orientation. That's not bad. That's not bad. So, I mean, the thing is, is but I'm going to tell you, if it weren't for somebody in the church, I don't even know there was a Bainbridge College. I didn't know it existed. But God's putting people in your life, and they're there to help you. They're there. Man, I can't tell you how many times the church has fed us, taken care of us, and helped us. And, I mean, people in the church, you just, you just never, I mean, you, you can't even add it all up. I'll be nothing without the church. And here's the thing, if you think, here's the, you remember Jesus said this? Y'all are familiar with this. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. He, that, that's the great commission. You want to follow it. You want to follow it. I'm going to tell you, if you think you can do this without the church, 
you're deceived. You may be smart, talented, you may, you, you may be successful, you may be rich, you may, I mean, you, you can, beautiful, it doesn't matter. You cannot do this without the church. Impossible. If you can, I want to follow you around. I want to see the miracles you can do. I want to see it because you're doing some wild stuff. You are. You can't, you can't. You can't obey this without the church. You can't do it. If you think you can do this, you think you're going to get a group together and you're going to say, okay, we're going to, we're going to go make disciples. But you don't even think this is necessary? It ain't going to work. We got to do it the way he said to do it. And you got to have the church to do it. You've got to have one another. You can invite them. If, if, I mean, how would you even teach them to obey things like encourage one another daily? As long as it is called today. Do not give up meeting together as some of them have it of doing. I mean, how do, you, how do you even teach them to obey these things if you're not doing them? If you don't think it's necessary? You've got to have, you've got to have the church. We cannot, we, it's impossible. Faithful disciples, you can't make them without the church. Impossible. Can't do it. And you may be smart. You, I'm telling you, we got some smart students in here. Y'all are a hundred times smarter than I, I was in college. hundred times. Smart people. We got some engineers in here. We got some medical personnel. We got, man, we got some... We got some smart folks. But you know, Satan will use that against us. Like, man, the church annoys me. I'm capable. That brother, that sister, they annoy me. They get on my nerves. You ever felt that way? Come on. Don't act like you have I've annoyed you, I'm sure. But I mean, just but think about it. You ever thought that? Man, I don't like that dude. You need him. Man, that sister. Oh, that sister. You need her. I wish that sister would change. I wish that brother would stop doing that. Yeah. Do you know how many things we do on a given day that are just that probably are a little bit annoying to God. Just maybe a little bit. The things I, the things I say, I mean, I, can, I mean, just imagine if you just balled them up. All the things you say. That he's like, why did you say that? Why did you say that? Did that help anybody? The way of a fool seems right to him, but a wise man listens to advice. Mm. Listen to advice and accept instruction, and in the end, you will be wise. Do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There's more hope for a fool than for him. And you can say fool in church, it's okay. There is more hope for a fool than him. He who trusts in, his, in himself is a fool. But he who walks in wisdom is kept safe. We need one another. We need one another. Without the church, you're going to quit. Some of y'all, 
know these movies. They're, they're a few of my favorites. Some of y'all are like, what is that? Especially the top two. Maybe some young folks in here that don't know. Anybody seen Rocky Two? Anybody like Rocky Two? What? Okay. You know, Rocky's about to give up. You know, he's about to give up. He needed Mickey to get in there and spam him. I don't want to get mad in a biblical place like this. You know, have you ever seen Rudy? Rudy's a good, I tell you, that scene right there, so good, so good. Do you hear me clear enough? Now go on back, because he's wanting to quit. My kids know this one. What are we holding on to, Sam? Amen. Without the church, you will quit. Without the church, you'll quit. You'll, you'll run out. There, you, you do not have enough gas in your tank to make it this marathon. I'm sorry. You just don't. You don't. If you don't have the church, you will quit. You may last a little while, but it ain't, it ain't going to last. You got to have the church. You gotta have it. Let's finish up John 15. John 15. John 15, verse 1. John 15, verse 1. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may be more fruitful. Already you are clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone abides in me, if anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. The branches are gathered up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what, whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in His love. 
These things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. This is my command, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that one lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know his master's business. But I've called you friends, for all that I have I have heard from the Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain. So that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. This is my command, love one another. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about us or have any questions, please visit ClemsonFoothills.com. You can also text Foothills to 94000 to stay up to date on everything going on here at CFC. 